The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We will kick things off though with the tax break I mentioned. So in advance of the budget, this is back on the cards, a possible tax break for landlords. The ESRI economist Barra Roundtree spoke to Pat Kenny this morning about the proposal. This is another kite going up, I suppose, this week about another type of tax cut for landlords. So two weeks ago, we had talked that we might have a 14,000 tax-free allowance. Now we're hearing there might be a reduced rate of tax on landlords. And what these things share is that they would be very expensive, very unfair, and fundamentally, and most importantly, just completely ineffective in dealing with the problem. So says the ESRI economist Barra Roundtree uh, speaking to Pat Kenny this morning on that topic of a proposed tax cut for landlords. Uh, With me to discuss Mary Conway, who's a spokesperson for the Irish Property Owners Association and Mike Allen, a director of advocacy at Focus Ireland. Um, Folks, you're both very welcome to the show. Mary, do you think this is something the government should consider despite Barra Roundtree's misgivings, a tax cut for landlords? Uh, well, we know that 78% of our members um, have said that they would consider staying in the market if they're considering leaving, if there were some form of tax uh, cuts. Um, we don't see that the 14,000 uh, rent room scheme is going to work for our landlords because um, we're working in a completely different market to them. Uh, we're regulated. They're not regulated. And uh, anything over 14,000 then is taxed at the full rate Plus, you can't claim for inspect, um, expenses. So this, uh, as, as you see it, might do something to address the flight of landlords from the market. Is that it? Well, we're hoping that it would. Um, the other thing that's not really been talked about is um, incentivising landlords to get into the market. And there's no signs at the moment that anybody is anyway keen in getting in because of the regulation and mm. the taxation. Well, listen, we might talk about that in just a moment, how to I- encourage more landlords to get into the market. Mike, do you think, given how many landlords have left the market in recent years, do you think this is a good idea? Well, we don't think that there's sort of a, a, a general giveaway uh, that uh, Barra is talking about there of huge amounts of money to landlords um, without conditions is a good idea. But we do think there is very definitely room for well-designed uh, tax relief for landlords where that's in exchange for much greater security for, for, the, for the tenants. So at the moment, landlords are able to evict tenants in the middle of a tenancy if they're going to sell up or move their family in and, and so on. And what we're saying is that for those landlords who are willing to sort of set those that aside and give uh, ongoing uh, 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 tenancies to people to secure homes, I think we think there's room for a well-designed uh, tax relief to encourage landlords to make that sort of commitment. So what type of kind of beefed up security of tenure do you mean? Maybe like a 10-year lease that absolutely cannot be broken? Yeah, so um, exactly. There, there, um, people might be a bit surprised to hear that, like in general, Ireland has very good tenancy protections, but it has three major gaps in it, which landlords can just say, "Well, I'm going to sell up, or I'm going to move a family member in, um, and, and and just cancel the, the tenancy on that." And we've said that, the, that that for the future of the private rented market, so we need to move away from that sort of situation, so that landlords are saying they're running a business. Their, their business is providing people with a home, so they shouldn't be reserving the right to take it back for themselves. I mean, you don't go and rent a car from a car company, and when you're halfway through the, your, your week's rental, the landlord, the, 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 the guy renting you the car says, well, I need this for my wife. So you're taking the car back because their business is renting cars. Landlords' business should be providing people with homes, and they should make that commitment. 
And that should be respected then and reflected in the, the tax that they have to pay. Mary, is that a, a compromise you and your members might be willing to make? So reduced tax burden uh, on landlords, but in return beefed up security of tenure? The problem really is with housing and the type of housing that has been provided. There are lots of people who do, do not want security of tenure. There are professionals coming into work for a couple of years. The students um, moving through college, moving out, moving in. So, you know, we're talking about completely different models here. And I think Mike is probably referring to things that happen in Europe. Um, this is a completely different market. Um, and no, they've got what short has term. Is, they have short term renters. I mean, you know, it, like it, where in, do in you make the? Co- yes, but like where do, there's a complete. There's two different markets here. There's the short term transient market: students, workers coming in, and then there are families that are looking for security yeah. of tenure. In fairness, and I, I'll go back to Mike, and I, I don't mean to cut across you, but I, like, I, I, I don't think Mike is suggesting then that every tenancy has to be for 10 years and can't be broken. I think what he's suggesting is that you could sign up to a tenancy and it might only be for six months because you're a student or you're a transient worker. But in those six months, you're not going to be kicked out. And if you're a family and you sign up for a, a, a 10-year a tenancy and then the landlord on the back of it uh, benefits from these reduced taxes, then one of the consequences of that benefit for the landlord is that they can't kick you out to move in a family member or sell the house. So on, specifically on those types of issues, is that a compromise you'd be willing to make? It's something that can be looked at, but I would say, you know, if there are a lot of work would need to be done to make this work. Um and like what happens then with rent increases? Um, does the lo- the landlord get a fixed rate mortgage over the course of the 10 years so that he knows it's secure? Like Mike compared it there with renting a car. It's very different. Um, and the amounts of money are very much differently involved. This is basically a housing problem and the landlords are the ones that are having to take the stick for it. And um, the government haven't provided enough social housing over the years. The landlords are now doing that and they're being penalised as a result. Yeah, I'd say people who are homeless listening might take exception to the idea that landlords are the ones who've had to take the stick for it. But um, Mike, uh, uh, how would you manage things like rent increases and the mortgage conditions that landlords have signed up to over those 10-year periods? We've kind of picked 10 years, but let's just stick with it for the sake of argument. Uh, yeah, uh, so I, 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 don't, I don't think those issues really arise. I mean, the, we already have regulation essentially for, for um, uh, rent increases that it goes in line with inflation um, or, or 2%. And and it's I think that longer term yeah, and greater security, uh, a greater sense of stability in the sector would actually help landlords and it would certainly make it more attractive to mortgage providers rather than sort of the level of volatility that there, there is in the area. Now, our proposal that we're making, we, we, we made it jointly with the uh, Irish uh, Tax Association, who are the people who do the tax returns for the landlords. So they have a, a much deeper insight into the practicalities right across mm. uh, different landlords. So the IPOA are very, you know, they represent a particular niche, a relatively small niche of type of landlords. So the, the, the tax, inspe- tax um, accountants are looking at a much wider range of experiences. And they are saying that um, from their point of view, they would be recommending to landlords um, to stay in the market and to avail of this tax relief if it was there. And I think that, that sort of changed our minds in terms of the, the role that okay. uh, uh, tax relief might, might have. Because I think the point you made about landlords always seeing themselves as a victim, 
landlords are crucial to, to ending the housing and homelessness Absolutely. problem, yeah. but they do tend to present themselves endlessly as victims, and it doesn't actually help their case. I think they need to make a much more practical business-like case rather than constantly uh, saying that they're, they're, they somehow are, 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 are uh, being unfairly treated. Um, so, Mary? Well, there's no other business that you're expected to run at a loss. Um, you know, if it was any other business, um, it probably, you know, as a landlord, that's why landlords are getting out. They can no longer afford to subsidise their tenants for the most part. And I'd like to see that tax, Irish tax um, uh, report. I haven't seen it um, and I would like to see it. And we represent landlords up and down the country, mm. uh, big landlords, small landlords, uh, single buy to lets to pre-63s to everything in between. Yeah. Um, what also needs to be looked at is the tax treatment of institutional landlords. Yeah. Because... Can, I, can I ask Mary, because I, I would imagine kind of Mike and his fellow travellers are not kind of on principle enamoured with the idea of tax breaks for landlords, but it's maybe a, a compromise that they're willing to make in return for this beefed up security of tenure. What, what's the compromise you're willing to make? You know, in return well, for a tax break, what, what's the Can we see the, the proposal? Yeah, let's see what the proposal is. There are some of our well, members let, let, that let, delighted what, to what get if the tenant for uh, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years and you absolutely cannot kick the tenant out. What if that was it? You can't, you can't turn around and say, I want to <laughs> sell it or I want to move in my daughter. But nobody knows what financial things are going to happen in between. That you yeah. may have because of bank issues or whatever that you have to sell it. It just, it would sound an awful lot to people listening, like you kind of, you want the tax break, but nothing in return. Yes, we're willing to look at all proposals, but at the current situation as it is, it's just not working for landlords and that's why they're leaving the market. Yeah, well, listen, Mike, I, I, I mean, Mary's right on that. We, we do have a problem with landlords leaving the market. We need more in it and we need those maybe considering leaving not to do so. You'd accept Absolutely. that, wouldn't you? There very definitely is a problem, but the, the, the difficulty of designing a measure which works here, and this is what I think Barrow was referring to, this or I was referring to, is the vast majority of landlords aren't leaving. <laughs> Most of them are staying. So what we actually are trying to design is some sort of measure which will change the mind of people who are thinking of leaving uh, and, who are, and, and, and who aren't being able to, 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 to make a, a, a sufficient income from it or any income from it without giving free money to those people who are doing relatively well. That's the, the challenge. And in an effective representative organisation, I'm sorry to say this, Mary, the representatives of the landlords would have been making really practical, meaningful, well-researched proposals for reform in the market over the last decade. And I must say, you haven't said anything in that category for a decade. And it's, it's a huge gap. In, and one of the reasons that we're in this difficulty is the organisations that represent landlords just complain and never, ever well, make a constructive proposal other yeah. than they should get more money. Well, listen, in, in fairness, Mary defended herself to that accusation and, 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 and said everything's on the um, table. Yeah. You're say, you know, the RTB figures aren't lying about the number of landlords that have left the market and why have they left the market? Well, I think Mike acknowledges that, actually, that some of them are not making money. People are leaving. It, it, the, the point I'm making, though, is a lot of landlords aren't leaving and a lot of landlords are making uh, a good living and, and they're, they've been, they're entitled to do so. But mm. what we're trying to design is interventions which will support the landlords, which who, for one reason or another, are finding it difficult to stay in well, the market yeah. without necessarily just giving free money to people who are doing relatively well.
We'll have to leave it there. Mike Allen is Director of Advocacy at Focus Ireland and Mary Conway is a spokesperson for the Irish Property Owners Association. Mark says landlords want tenants to pay for their properties. That's not a profit, that's profiteering. Cathy says three houses on my road in Wexford are rented out now under the table, so to speak. Their tenants pay slightly less and the owners don't pay any tax. It works for them all. That's why some are leaving the market, so says Cathy anyway. And this listener is a landlord, or was, I would never rent my house out again. It was my home and I had to make so many repairs. It cost me a fortune. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.